My name is Richard Covington, and welcome back to Dialysis Diaries. Today I wanted to share with you the thought of involving people in your world. Um, For some of us that are on dialysis, we have... For whatever reason, um, created a very small group around us. Um, it may be just the regular family drama has displayed families. Um, it may be financial issues have hurt the family unit. Um, it may be you just don't have a lot of family for a, a, a very positive reason. Um, jail, death, it happens. Um, Some folks are older, and so families have died off. But what I want to say to all of you is there's a way to create friendships. And we have lost that in our instant society, um, in our Facebook world. We don't create friendships. Um, we don't get to know people. Um, we don't introduce ourselves. And as a result, we've become very uh, disjointed as a society. Um, it's not just a dialysis patient thing. This is our world. But I want to encourage you to find a way to put yourself out there at least one time Um, I know people have a lot of uh, anxiety about telling people about dialysis prognosis um, or diagnosis and what's going to happen and how you plan to make it work Um, but at the same time you want to You want to have people in your life. Um, It's very hard to do, to live this life alone. Um, But many of us, millions of us do it, no matter what. And we do it like a soldier. There's no right or wrong, it's just the way we are. And I want to encourage you to, even if it's just so, uh, 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 social media, find a way to network someone or someone's in your life. Um, people just to say, hi, how are you? How's it going? Uh, maybe not people that can resolve any issues in your life. Or people that can give you money or anything like that. But someone just to chat with. Um, One of the things that I have tried to do um, in my dialysis unit and online is there are certain people that I see a lot. And I try to uh, friend them and, you know, send a message every once in a while. Um, see how they're doing because I don't 
I don't want to live in a silo. One thing that we tend to do as dialysis patients is silo ourselves. Um, Because we don't want anyone to feel sorry for us. We don't want anyone to have a a negative impression of us or or understanding of our situation and so we silo ourselves to keep from people knowing anything but I want to encourage you to find a way at least one person and maybe you don't tell them that you're on dialysis the first time you talk to them okay Anyone who gets to know you will eventually find out one way or the other. And that's up to you whether you choose to share that information or how you choose to share that information. Anyone that meets me doesn't know. Um, The only people who... The people who know I'm on dialysis are family, close friends... Anyone my wife decides to share this with. But it's not everybody. It's only certain people. And it's only certain people because I don't want to become a charity case. I don't want to be looked upon or looked down at or anything like that. And I don't want to be treated differently. I want you to treat me like I'm Richard. Not like I'm sick Richard. And that's what our world tends to do. We talked about this before that. Oh, so sorry look that you get. um, When you tell someone that you're on dialysis. I remember my wife had mentioned it to a, a, a worker at a store. And I came in one day. And the lady said, how's your chemo going? And I looked at her and I said, I'm not doing chemo. And she immediately says, oh my gosh, she starts tearing up. She said, how much longer do you have? And I immediately thought, what in the hell did my wife tell this woman? And my wife is like, ma'am, he's on dialysis now. He doesn't have cancer. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just, uh, what's the difference? And then it becomes an educational thing where I have to explain to her what dialysis is. And so I look at it and I say, well, my kidneys are broke. I'm taking offers for new ones, if you have one. And as a result, I have to do a medical procedure where they filter my blood um, like coffee grinds um, to drain out all the toxins and bacteria, anything else they don't want to sit in my body. Um, because that causes other problems. But that's it. I do it for a few hours a day, a few days a week. And it allows me to continue to live a 
a good standard of life. And then she says, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? Yes, 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 no, yes, 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 yes. I can do a lot of things. Um, uh, unfortunately for me, when this happened, I had had two strokes. And so it wasn't in a good medical situation for me to continue to working at that time. And I've chosen to continue to not work for right now because I would like to try to get my transplant and get back to work. Uh, this process has just been long and hard. Plus COVID. The wonderful world that is COVID which cancels appointments, um, closes offices, and so on and so forth over the last two years, um, back and forth, which is frustrating as hell, but at least I'm still here to tell the story. But I want to encourage you to reach out to people. You don't have to tell them everything that's going on in your world. You don't have to hide anything that's going on in your world either. But what I did with that particular woman is I just gave her a bit of an education. And the next time I came in that store, she asked me how I was doing with my dialysis treatment and I told her I'm doing good she said you don't look like you're on dialysis I said well that's the best, the greatest trick of them all is to not give you the appearance if there's anything wrong um, but that's just how I handle it do I want I want people to treat me as regular as possible until it's moving day and I can't lift shit like I used to <laughs> but you have to It's, it's very political. You have to create your narrative and choose your narrative. Uh, do you want people to treat you like a dialysis patient? You know, then don't act like one. You know, I'm very honest. If anyone would ask me, you know, what I'm doing or how my life's going or anything, I'd tell you. Now I'm doing dialysis three days a week. Oh my God. And then that totally changes the conversation. But I am a stay-at-home guy. I'm a stay-at-home husband. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm taking care of the family. I'm washing dishes and taking care of the dogs and washing clothes and cleaning the house. I'm doing all those little things that you do um, to make my wife's life easier. That's how I look at it. When she wasn't working, she did the same thing for me. I cook dinners, you know, I prepare her things in the morning, uh, I gas up her car a couple times a week. 
it's just this is how we have created our relationship so but that's the life that I've created um, with my wife and I enjoy it Um, some days worse than others sometimes I feel sorry for myself but I gotta pull myself out of that it is what it is Um, I use therapeutic techniques from my therapy days um, where I put myself in the place that I want to be and work to build that narrative but you have to create even if it's just one person some type of unit where you have other people it can't just I just feel so sorry for people who are who are in my dialysis clinic who is just them and you can see it you can tell and it's horrible to know and I try to speak to everybody when I come in I try to speak to people when I leave Tell them have a good day. Tell the text thank you. But I share little things with them and and then they share little things with me. You know, you get to know people. And though it's not as expressly professional as you may want it to be, but you create a sense of family. Or community, I'll say. And then you build from there. But again, my name is Richard Covington. Thank you for listening to Dialysis Diaries. And have a blessed day.